Hello, everyone, and thank you for listening to the Function of Coffee podcast. I'm your host, Nicholas Moran. The genre of this podcast is wildcard and covers many very interesting topics. Well, as we go on a wild ride today, hope you enjoy the show. And welcome. This is the Function of Coffee podcast, and today I have a wonderful podcast for you all. It will be a devotional podcast today, the topic of which is called Dirty Diesel. Recently, I've been drinking a medium roast coffee from Mexico. I've been making it a lot as cold brew. And it's very good. I highly recommend um, this coffee. Specifically, I get it from this, this company called Atlas Coffee Club. It's excellent 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 coffee and that is the function of coffee this episode is this coffee from Mexico I got I'll have to include some more information about that in the future in any event getting into today's episode I want to talk about dirty diesel sin itself is as ancient as humanity throughout time we have had an intimate relationship with sin and Christians will say that sin has caused the fall of man from the Garden of Eden and that it is the stain and the dirt of the soul. Civilizations have had different definitions of sin and perspectives. Non-religious people may define sin as morally, socially wrong actions. Even describing the creation and original definition of sin as a way for humanity to police and govern the actions of people. Webster's Dictionary defines sin as an immoral act considered to be a transgression against divine law. The Bible uses several words to describe actions that are sin. Words such as transgressions, iniquity, evil. The Hebrew word that is often translated as sin is Kata. It translates directly as failure, specifically a moral failure. Other words can also be translated as sin. The Hebrew word avan is translated as iniquity and also sin. And I bring all of this up to discuss something that I've always found interesting. How can somebody know that they need to be saved from sin if they don't understand why they need to be saved from sin, if that makes any sense. Like, we we spend so much time talking about sin and talking about um, the blood of Jesus and why we need to, to be— the, the, Jesus gave this great sacrifice on the cross, and we— we glorify that and we praise Jesus for it and we thank him for his blood. But why do we need that? What is it about sin that makes it so inherently evil? Because I would argue that many people don't necessarily view sin as evil. And our the modern world itself would make it seem that sin is good, right? That That is the definition, I think, that the world gives for what Classically, we would define sin, everything from um, 
immorality in all aspects of our lives, and yet that is considered good and normal, but by what the Bible may say, it's considered sin. So why do we need the blood of Jesus to wash us? How can someone seek to be washed from their sin if they do not understand the effects of that sin? And, and naturally, we, we can't see our sin. We often don't even see the effects of it. There's not a sin meter or an app on our phone or a list that we can pull up to see how bad or how much sin we have. And often people who understand sin is wrong keep a mental record of their, of their sins. In reality, these wrongs or failures are often defined by the cultural norms of our society and sometimes by the confines of one's religion. What is inherently wrong with sin? Why does curse words or premarital sex or drugs fall under the category as sin? It, it doesn't hurt anyone, per se. It doesn't fail anyone, depending on your parents' opinion. Surely doing these things does not feel wrong outside of the context of a particular worldview. I, I don't believe that people who cuss a lot necessarily feel guilt every time they say a cuss word. Or, I mean, naturally you do drugs because they feel good and they're fun, right? Most people will argue that many sins are not necessarily worthy of burning in hell. At least when compared to what some may consider to be worse sins. So... Therefore, by that argument, they must not be sins, right? Because we don't view them as that bad. However, sin is not defined by the social standards of our world. And just because the society we live in deems something as acceptable, that does not make it acceptable and right in the eyes of God. Sin is more than just a checklist of right and wrong, more than just a list, just a list. Sin creates separation between man and God. Isaiah 53:5. It creates a veil of separation between the Creator and His creation, driving a wedge between people and removing them from a close relationship with God. The veil of sin is like a barrier. It's like a clog in a drain or in a hose. With the clog, nothing can flow. There is no complete connection. It completely blocks. It's a barrier between God and man. And that's what sin is. Well, what's interesting is sin is something that this barrier is something that sticks with people. Almost like there is a history of our sins, like there is a history of food stains on clothing. Now, what's good, and the good news is, this barrier that separates us from God and keeps us from all of His goodness, and, and, and that's really the, the curse of sin, is that sin keeps us from the goodness of God. It keeps us from His protection and uh, I'm taking a second to get my Bible out really quick. I want to read a quick passage. The passage I'd like to read 
is out of Psalms 144, verses 3, I'm sorry, verses 2, and maybe 3, I don't know, we'll see how I feel when, or actually I'll do um, verses 1 and 2. So Psalms 144, 1 and 2 reads, Blessed be the Lord my strength, which teacheth my hands to war and my fingers to fight. My goodness and my fortress, my high tower and my deliverer, my shield and he in whom I trust. And that passage for me sums up what the great tragedy of sin is. Sin creates a barrier between man and God, between the creator and the creation. And specifically, it cuts us off from the goodness of God. It cuts us off from all of the benefits and the protection of God, from the fortress and the high tower from the deliverer and the shield all these things that the psalmist says in 144 that God is to him sin cuts us off from that it forms a barrier and a distance in that relationship from God with all that being said the good news is that that barrier is not permanent and does not have to always be there because just like sin can be like food stains and clothing you can wash the stains out of shirts you can also wash sin out of your life hebrews 9 13 to 14 says that the blood of goats and bulls and the ashes of a heifer sprinkled on those who are ceremonially unclean sanctify them so they are outwardly clean how much more then will the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit offered himself unblemished God, cleanse our consciousness from acts that lead us to death so that we may serve the living God? And in that passage in Hebrews 9, 13 to 14, Paul says to cleanse our consciousness so that we may serve the living God. And that, that's truly what Jesus' sacrifice was, to forever be the sacrifice to remove the barrier of sin from our lives. So not only could we go and God would we would have that relationship with God and have God as our fortress and our shield and our deliverer, but also to be able to serve Him and to be close to Him and to have true relationship with God. And the tragedy of sin often is it is fun and it is great and it, 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 it feels good, whereas maybe serving God might not. But the benefits far outweigh the, conscious, the, the consequences of sin because as the Bible says, sin is pleasurable for a season. 1 John 1 and 7 says, But if we walk in light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another and the blood of Jesus, his son, cleanses us from all sin. So if we walk in light, if we walk in goodness, we need that blood of Jesus to remove that barrier from us. These scriptures hint at the act of washing ourselves of sin. The wording used is cleansing. This 
purification of washing and sin is the core reason that Jesus crucified himself on the cross. As the writer of Hebrews says, how much more then will the blood of Christ? What can wash away our sins? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can tear down the barrier and the separation of sin between a creation and the creator? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. I helped my uncle fix an old tractor that my family has. It's a Massey Ferguson from the 70s. And I love that tractor because it's been in my family for so long. My uncle likes to joke that it'll never quit running, that it'll only stop if it either runs out of diesel or the engine actually explodes. One day, though, the tractor stopped working. It did not run correctly and often would not even start. Eventually, it just stopped starting altogether. It wouldn't crank. My uncle's first instinct was to take the fuel tank off the tractor and check for clogs in the line. Of course, after he took the tank off, immediately he saw the problem. The fuel filter was clogged so bad because of the dirty diesel and debris flowing through the filter. We cleaned it with brake cleaner, and it was good as new, looked brand new. We replaced the tank with the unclogged filter, and the tractor ran smooth, perfect as could be. The point is, the clog in the tractor was not allowing the tractor's engine diesel. It wasn't allowing the diesel to pass through so that it could operate. Removing the clog allowed the tractor to operate correctly again. This was because we used the brake cleaner. After we took everything off, the brake cleaner cleansed it. Now, to make homage to what the writer of Hebrews said in 9.13, how much more can the blood of Jesus be used for cleaning us from the clog of sin? Because just like the tractor, it had the dirty diesel ran through it and the debris and the gunk that clogged up the filter and, and formed a clog between the source and the engine. But cleaning out the clog was all that was needed for the tractor to run perfectly again. The veil of sin is symbolically torn in two following Jesus' crucifixion. It was the ultimate sacrifice that Jesus made on the cross that now cleanses us from our sin. It removes every blemish of sin. The barrier of sin caused is then removed by his sacrifice. And that is the, the point. The point is that sin creates a barrier between man and God. The point is that the clog in this tractor is just like the sin in our lives. And that is not only why Jesus crucified himself, to offer his blood as a sacrifice, as an atonement for all the sin in the world, but also to remove that barrier. Because that is what makes sin so wrong. It doesn't have anything to do with uh, 
the the modern worldview. It doesn't have to do necessarily with right or wrong. It has to do with right or wrong in God's eyes, not man's eyes. And that sin causes a barrier. It causes distance between God and man. But just like the brake cleaner cleaning up the clog in the tractor, the blood of Jesus, how much more can it clean out the sin in our lives? Because in God's eyes, sin is wrong and God does not change. And just because society changes does not mean God's views of sin will change. God is immutable and we must be cognizant of this fact. Because how can someone know that they must be saved if they do not know why sin is wrong? My pastor preached a sermon on the good news of the gospel, but... Before we can accept the good news of the gospel, we must accept the bad news of sin. The bad news of sin is that it is a barrier. It separates us from God, just like the dirty diesel formed a barrier in the fuel filter of my family's old tractor. Just like my uncle cleaned it out with brake cleaner, we must turn away from those sins and be cleansed by the blood of Jesus in order to truly serve God, as John, as First John 1 and 7 says. To be honest, this approach doesn't make a lot of sense in the context of the world. Why do we need to turn away from fun things? Why is something X a sin? Well, that is the bad news of sin. It is imperative that we do not allow the bad news of, skin, of sin to scare us away from the good news of the gospel. The ways of God are counter to the ways of the world. And that's how it's intended to be. Well, thank you everybody for listening today. This episode was called Dirty Diesel. And it was about the consequences and more importantly, why sin is bad. If you take away anything from this episode... Sin is like the dirty diesel in a tractor that clogs up the fuel filter. And how much more can the blood of Jesus cleanse us from the clog of sin? Thank you, everybody. I hope you all have an excellent day.